The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears. ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko. Live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. A good Karma Brands radio station. Thank you very much for listening and calling and uh, having fun with us today. Yurko will be back tomorrow. He jumped on the phone for a really? minute. He got delayed. Really? Well, really? He landed. He, he, he jumped he, on for a minute. He basically, he previewed this that this was going to happen. Don't you remember before he left? with the, Did he? Yeah, he, he said, yeah, yeah, you know, maybe... Maybe something will happen the weather gets uh, bad. Or... Very prophetic. Uh, thank you to Black and Abdallah. Don't miss 6 to 8 tonight because they might beat the crap out of each other. Oh, are they in, um, in oh, massive like argument be, oh about God. the uh, college playoffs? It's going to be awesome. I mean, uh, 6 to 8, Black and Abdallah tonight. Happy birthday to Abdallah. Don't forget, be a little nice to Adam. It is his birthday 39? after all. Did I hear that right? 39? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's such a scam they got called too. Sure it's a scam. It's a scam. Yeah, that, that they're the young guys. It's a complete 35. scam. It's black. What are you? Thirty eight. Thirty eight. Thirty eight. Yeah. Yeah. Kids are thirty nine. Wait a spring. minute. They're how old? Right. right. <laughs> the kids at the station are it's on awesome. now. Awesome. Can't wait. Till I, next... I feel like that's always more of an indictment on all of you guys. I mean, and us. Because you guys, right. you guys are the ones calling us the young guys. Yes, yeah, that's not true. Well, yeah. There's nothing young about them. Yeah, at no, this that's point. at by black because that makes them feel younger than they actually are. In a couple of months, they ain't young. That's for damn sure. Happy birthday, though, to Adam. Yeah. Just wait till next year when he when he turns thirty nine. Yeah, exactly. When there's another 39th birthday, Waddle and Sylvia are here. Mellers in couple times this week for uh, Sylvia, who's so up in Mexico. How did, how did you guys hash out the whole uh, well, college football good thing? Good luck. There's no hashing it out. This is, a, this well, this is made is the for chaos, talk radio. But this is the chaos uh, you invite I, when you put a crappy okay. system in place. Well, and like I said, you know, Philly Sid called. He goes, well, you know, under this theory, the Eagles in 17 never happened because Nick Foles is the backup. I said, listen, in, t- in college football, there is a committee that's yeah, tasked yes. with picking. Yes, and as long the NFL, when, there's no committee. No, and as you, long it, as that happens, you're going to have issues and problems and debate. When you invite subjectivity into the arena, then don't be surprised right. that subjective crap becomes part of the conversation. Of course. It's always been a made-for-TV event. And for anybody who doesn't understand that from the outset, shame on you, grow up. It's not. It's it's not. Grow up. It's, They're loving this. It's absolutely. Carm, what is the most talked about day during college football season? It's the day it's, after they announce the teams that are actually in, in the playoff, yes, right? Yes. That's the reality of it. And so they were on for six hours yesterday. Black they, was saying breaking yeah. this down against the NFL. Yes. They, have, they love it. Think about it. They have when they finally allowed themselves to go to a four team college football playoff. They were still doing so. With a power five, right? A power five. There's five conferences. That's the whole point. If yeah. you, so what they do you were showing you yes. the day they did that. If right. they weren't going to six yes. with two buys when they had a power five conference, it yeah. was always about the yes. conversation surrounding who got screwed. Jeff, yeah. they've told you that we are not following any specific formula. We'll basically decide what we want to decide when we decide it. So I mean, for all. It's great made-for-TV it, stuff. It, it, it is. But 100%. I remember when they did it being just like, how do you all think that in any way, shape, or form, this is an equitable fashion in which to judge or come to a conclusion as to who's your national championship? Mike Leach said it best years ago, the late Mike Leach, when he basically was like, 
This is the only sport in college sports that determines their champion in this manner. The Division One AA football program they doesn't have a do full on. Of course. Yeah. College basketball has 68 some of it, teams. I guess, in college basketball. But when you get to 68 teams, there's some subjectivity there. I mean, Yes, but the well, subjectivity with teams 67 or 68 yeah, that, is less impactful yeah. than the subjectivity attached to team number five. No doubt about it. That's so that's true. why, like, we, you know what, we've always like had baseball, this conversation. They play playoffs in baseball right. in college. Mm-hmm. Right. Play, they, well, everybody's determined. Yeah. That's why when, you know, we say, well, we'll go to 12, and then somebody always would respond, well, teams 13, there's going to be some inequities. Yeah, but I'm not worried yes. about team 13. As much as I am Team, team five. 5. I said, yeah. I said look, like, like this year, if you had the 12-team playoff in already um, in check, well, LS, I, LSU... I, I will tell you, we're going to bitch and complain about LSU. Sure. But the, the reality is LSU has three losses. And had you taken Oklahoma as the 12th team at 10-2 and two over LSU at 9-3, and three, sure, LSU and everyone would be saying Jaden Daniels. And honestly... The next committee will probably put in LSU because yes. Jaden Daniels yes. is so many people. Trophy winner, yes. Jaden Daniels. So, so many yeah. people want to watch again. Made for TV event. It always has been college football, at least you know uh, Division A, right? Like that's that's the truth of it. I remember the arguments that we used to have, all of us, and I believe it was Adam who would scream at me and say, "What's the difference? It's the same four teams every year, anyway." And I think NIL has changed how some of that is viewed. Like, it's not going to be the same four teams anymore. It never really is. But, I mean, listen, you'll get an anomaly here, an anomaly there. But, like, the NIL, I think, has changed the entire landscape. And thank God we don't have to have this conversation next year. Maybe to a certain degree, because it'll open up a few other opportunities for big schools with deep pockets. And maybe it helps Oregon stay yeah, like no, but Oregon's been good for twenty years. But again, you got a deep pocketed school with a big football program, and like, but it's not going to get like NIL's not going to make SMU a contender. I don't know SMU back SMU in the eighties. We, we had money. We had money on the SMU team because they were willing to pay people. Yeah. Carm. I mean, come on, Carm. We made money on SMU. Anyone but SMU would be a better out Louisville. Yes. Like, and, and, NIL's not going to make Louisville a contender in football. You well, wouldn't think so. NIL's not going to make Cal a contender. Wait, wait a second. Like, what if Louisville next year in a 12-team playoff wins the ACC with a 12-1 and record because of NIL you've brought somebody in? That may bring them to the dance. I'm not going to tell you that they'll ever be able to knock down Alabama and Georgia consistently. But Louisville, like... They, they were coach. playing in the ACC tournament or championship coach. yesterday. And yep. they stunk, but, yeah. you know. Yeah, they did stink. And yeah, they got a good coach, though. You're right. I don't know. Maybe, 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 maybe. I'm just what? saying that, like, this is it comes at the right time because I think maybe. Can you remember a year when there's more conversation attached to, wow, I wish the playoff was expanded now versus, you know, years before? Well, there are more deserving teams to be considered for. A playoff, I think, this year than in previous years, isn't there? Like, wouldn't you love to see but, Oregon still in this? Of course. Wouldn't you I love think, to see yes. Georgia still in Absolutely. this? Absolutely. Ohio State. State. Ohio, Ohio, State. State. Ohio State. Of course. You could make an argument that the two best games we watched this college football season were the two Oregon-Washington games. Yes. And that you'd like to see it one more time. I'm not they so might sure. have been the two best games. I'm not so sure LSU doesn't knock off, you know, one or two of the teams that would be considered top six or eight right now and as listen, well. Listen, I would love to see Georgia go for a chance to win a third straight National I championship, yeah, that's right? Like, good like that's yeah. why, like a twelve-team playoff. Yeah, let's go ahead and just uh, change the rules before you get to the college football playoff this year. But and McMillan, institute, 
the made-for-TV stuff is. Yeah. Like, well, this is going to talk about it for a month, and, it, yeah, and I guarantee it's going to fuel. It's gonna it's gonna ramp up and ramp up, and people are gonna be like, "Well, now I need to sort of see Alabama and if they can knock out Michigan." And why did they pick Alabama over? I'm telling you, it's they they love all this. They love the the debate and the vitriol, and they love all of it. It's a good point. Like I thought, one of the big, best points I heard this this morning on Get Up was they talked about, and I get Florida State's gripe, totally get their gripe. They've done everything that's been asked of them. I totally agree. But they were the fourth-ranked team prior to Saturday. They took care of their business. And they dropped out of the top. I mean, are they even in top six or seven? I, I get, the, Jeff, why they're not involved in the final four because they're not one of the four best teams. And by the way, George is a two-touchdown favorite against them yeah, in, or, in the Orange Bowl. Yeah. It was, but, like, just tell me. Yeah. the. I would just love the mentality of if they were good enough to be in your top four before the ACC final – what did you see from Texas? Because, because the because Texas beat a crappy oh, yeah, Oklahoma because State Because they team. tell you, though, the rankings heading in, they always go back. They don't really mean all that I much. That's what I'm just telling you. That whole committee that, thing. Yes. They just need to be launched. They, what does Shea say? Launched into the sun? Well, fine. It, the concept what? of the they committee are. needs the to be launched The four-team committee is launched into the sun this year, and next year you'll go to a 12-team committee. You know, and then you'll Still have, a committee. Yeah. But again, how much... Carmass really for be chaos on Friday, like, we got it. and you got it. But and, and just think but, of Oregon would have won. And I knew this was coming. And like I was awesome. like like I texted you guys before they unveiled the teams, and I thought this was. I I assumed that that Alabama was in. Yeah. I yeah. knew there was oh, no yeah. way they were going to leave an SEC champion out. And truth is, somebody who doesn't really have a rooting interest in any of the teams, as you know, from from a college football standpoint, I would rather see. Alabama, Michigan, then Florida State, Michigan. Uh, me too. And yes. I guarantee you, Jim Harbaugh was probably a little bit oh, disappointed oh, yeah. when he saw oh, Alabama lot, instead lot, of Florida State come up. Well, because why? Why? Because yes, it's a much harder face, matchup. Yes, I they wanted to face somebody. They, they were like, "You got to be kidding me!" Yes, and they I, wanted Florida State in the course. worst way yeah. because they know they're not. Florida State's not one of the, or not. Viewed as one of the best four teams in here, they're going to have to steal some signs in the next year. Yes, they are. For me, the real question is if Jordan Travis was still, if he was not hurt, what would have actually happened? Then I think they, then I think they go. I do. I probably think they still, but then you have to leave an SEC champion out. And right. I'm, you know, right. then it would have been a much more interesting conversation. Yeah, that would have been. Probably. By the way, like, like, if you really want the four best teams, I still believe the four best teams aren't in because I would put Georgia in ahead of Texas. And again, I, here's my, my this is my disclaimer. I am not a college football expert, but I, I, I mean, you they, they, listen. Well, that, you know what? That, that qualifies you to be on the committee. That's yes, true. It does. Yes. Wouldn't you say if, if Georgia faced Texas in neutral field, Georgia would be well, then, then most people would believe that Georgia is a better team, right? Yes. Yes. Georgia got beat but by Texas also might the, have the best win of the regular season winning in Tuscaloosa. That's true. But that happened when? It in happened in September. September. Right, when Milrow wasn't the player that he is now, that's right? True. Yeah, that's true. Like, these are 18-, 19-year-old kids who are different when you play them late in no- November and December versus, you Te- know. Texas look, is good, though. Texas just held maybe the best running back in the country less than, like, three yards of carry. Now, they didn't get to really run it much. The script changed for Oklahoma State early because they were getting blown out. But Ollie Gordon went into that game averaging about 170 yep. yards a game in the last six weeks. He didn't average three yards a carry. No, I know. Like that Texas team has got some legitimacy to Don't it. Mess the with defense Texas. is good. Don't mess with Texas. The offense can be explosive. They put up six hundred and seventy yards on Oklahoma State. But Georgia still would have been a favorite over yeah. them, right? 
Yeah, I and I said it to Mike and Luke on Friday when we were on, doing the odds couple. I said they Luke didn't really agree, but I was like, if Georgia loses, I don't think they're going to be in because I just don't think there's oh, too I much agree. other chaos happening, and I didn't think that their that the resume is quite as impressive. I'm like, I don't think Georgia's going to get in. So I, I, I knew, Here, like Meller said, come Saturday night, I'm like, FSU's going to get hosed if you want to call it that. And Who I would had you, a feeling if it was, that if it was Carmen, was, you know, if it, Bama was going to be the team that's going to be. If you were in charge, if you were in charge, Carm, who would be playing in this? No, no, I want to put it this way: if you, what four teams do you want to see play okay, we'll for do the national championship? Than, okay. Because you think they're the best four teams in the country. Well, I'll piss everybody off. Yeah, no, and say, <laughs> well, this is ridiculous. You're going to put Liberty in, right? No, no but right. I would say, but I would rather watch Oregon right now than. Washington. Washington, go figure. Oh, beat Washington beat them twice. Beat twice. Okay, okay. So. But if you're just asking me to be honest, yes, that's what I I'd want. rather watch Oregon play right now than Washington. So how would you? How would you? you I assume you put Michigan in. Yeah, Michigan, you have to. Michigan's been impressive. Although I don't that, think they're fun to watch. That well, that I, I, I don't that think Big they're Ten all that fun to watch. Game was so Come on bad. now. Yeah, I mean, if you're asking me what's fun to watch, and then Michigan else, ain't fun to watch. Michigan th- Ohio State game was was it? Yeah. So what are you doing then? You got Michigan, Georgia, Alabama, Texas, Michigan. Oregon, Georgia, Ooh, Alabama, man, Texas. Probably Georgia, Alabama, Texas. Or you want to throw Washington in there? No, they're completely. Yeah, he kicked Washington. He kicked Washington. I like Washington. I kicked him out. I like Roma Dunze. I do love. I love watching Rome. He's awesome. But I don't know. You're just I mean, asking defense. I'm, I'm yes, not, I'm Give giving you just teams. Uh, uh, Oregon, Michigan. I, I, I'd still probably put George. I'd probably say Georgia, Alabama. All right. So. That's probably See, what I'm My four you. would be would be Michigan, Georgia, or Michigan, Washington, Alabama, Georgia. Okay, so I'm just swapping yeah. out. I'm being biased. You're, you're giving Texas versus. Yeah. No, no, I'm like in Oregon more. Even though okay. Too yeah. And you would leave. But I don't have Texas. I love Washington, Oregon. You guys would both leave Texas out. Yeah. Who beat Alabama? Yeah, they beat Alabama. Yeah. And you both have Alabama. Yeah, but like again, right now, I, I get it. It's it's time and place. That Alabama team in week two is not the team that that just beat Georgia on Saturday. They're different. No, I agree. I understand. Oh, they're much yes. different. I mean, look, that kid Milo was got phenomenal. benched the next week. Yes, and he was phenomenal in that championship game on Saturday. He was some good. of the plays he made. The kid's gotten a lot better. What he was benched the next week, wasn't he? After the Texas loss, mm-hmm. and they were yeah. and they were getting drilled by uh, South Correct. Florida. Yes, mm-hmm. if there wasn't a rain delay in that South <laughs> Florida game, they probably would have lost. <laughs> they might have lost that game. It's crazy. So yeah, and then I- and then. If you said to me, like, what about watching Jaden Daniels and LSU right now? You wouldn't be crazy. Right. You wouldn't be crazy Jayden to say. Dan- Jaden Daniels and LSU the, would beat one of the top six teams like, more than likely. Like Jaden Daniels is probably the best player in the yeah. country right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Heisman guy. You know? Well, I had him as the Heisman winner win before the, and the, the question, Oregon. And the question Washington. is, how high is he going to rise in the draft uh, prospect rankings? Because... There are some people who Listen, think. Listen, if, if you thought if you thought the kid from that got drafted by the Colts was Anthony worthy, Richardson. Yeah. this kid's mm-hmm. a more is a yeah. better player. Yeah. Yes, oh, yeah. Richardson may have a you know a more higher ceiling stature yeah, athletically, but saw, the kid Daniels is a better player. I saw a mock today that had Jaden Daniels at Third. number nine, wow. I, but QB three, yeah. But I've seen. Listen, and if you think to that point, Tyler, there's a chance if the the way the draft. Whatever teams are drafting one, two, three, there's a possibility because quarterbacks always get pushed up. Sure. Jaden Daniels could be your third pick in this draft. Oh, if you're the Bears, you're like, pumping this guy's oh, tires right for now. Sure. Because look, what if it's Bears, Patriots, and Cardin- uh, Cardinals? Well, the Cardinals. Are- what about Giants? I don't know. They've got four wins though too, so they might not be in there. 
Could be Washington. Could be Washington. They need a, yeah, I mean, how how sold are you? I'm not sold on Sam, Sam Howell. I'm sorry. No. I know the stats, like, there's some gaudy numbers. There's a lot of passing touchdowns, a lot of yards. But I mean, has Kyler Murray done enough to convince the Cardinals, especially with his contract status, that wherever how they're picking... How would you trade him? I don't know this, this don't know. The, you know, how the contract was written, but how hard would he be to trade, and who'd be interested in him at that number? I don't know. Listen, if... I'll it, tell you it, what, that Cardinals team plays hard. I was going to say, they, they, I think they do. I think it, it, like, it definitely it's punitive on the Cardinals if they trade him away. They're kind of their caps you know, a mess for a couple of years if they trade Kyler That's away. What it would seem like. And do they feel comfortable enough, or or would they be just better off if they're in a spot where they can select someone like Marvin Harrison Jr.? Move, I don't think you can move off of him. No, I don't think so either. Yeah, at this point, it's probably unlikely. So, like, I think, if it's you know Bears, what? Pats, and Washington, could three quarterbacks go? Yeah, I think they could. I mean, the Bears and the Pats are probably or at the very least. Look, look, fine. Maybe, maybe Jaden Daniels doesn't get get all the way up to three. But why can't he be the you know the fourth pick? I'll be interested to see how NFL teams view JJ McCarthy. He's only twenty. Mm-hmm. He is draft eligible, right? He is. He, he yes. is. But is he going to come out? That's don't know. The question. I don't know. He's draft and, eligible because he played a third year, right? Yeah, yeah right? I believe yeah. so. I thought his, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, look, I don't know. He is eligible. I know that. Yeah, I know. He's from your backyard. Yes, Both yes, of you yeah. played in Nazareth, I think. Yes, he did. Um, I don't know how the scouts project him. He does some really good stuff. He's a great athlete too. He's, He's like a really four four, you know, really speed. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I don't know what hard, the NFL thinks of him. Exactly. I know, and it's hard it's to see. You know, and he's twenty. He never gets the opportunity to get into a rhythm where you get to see him just right. throw it all around the yard because yeah, they don't run that style offense. In some ways, listen, I'm not saying he's not going to go. He's going to be Tom Brady. But Tom Brady had yeah, a hell of a lot more true. success when he finally got to the NFL and had an opportunity to throw the ball. That's true. Like, do you want to take a chance on a 20-year-old that you haven't seen throw it a lot? Or do you want to take a chance on a kid who will be 24 in Bo Nix but has played a ton of college right. football and maybe reminds some people of Joe Burrow, you know, coming in as a 24-year-old, who's played a ton yeah. And has thrown the ball a ton. And I thought Bo Nix was terrific on Friday. I thought he was horrible at Auburn. Oh, he was? Yes. Yeah. yes. And, but he got into a system in very, Oregon. At least he definitely underachieved yes. considering like, Well, there was a lot of pressure on him be. as well because wasn't his dad like yeah. a standout oh, yeah. player at Auburn? Yeah. And, and so like, but then he goes to Oregon and like he's thriving. I thought he was really good Friday night. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. He's been really good all year. That loss wasn't on him on Friday, man. Like he makes some impressive throws. It, he made some impressive reads. I mean, just like you could see him. Their defense not make a stop. Couldn't it's, get a stop. It, it's crazy. It's almost like football is a team game, and it's not just the quarterbacks who play. It's crazy, Carm. It's interesting. It's a good thought. It's insane. What do you guys Even have? Though, uh, um, listen, what we're going to talk. Have coming up? We'll talk a lot about the college football playoff. We also listen. Did you see Jordan uh, Rogers last night? <laughs> Ooh, Jordan Rogers in Green Bay. Oh, oh stop it! You, come on. Now. <laughs> Was I'm good. just gonna. Lie. I'm not gonna lie. Christian Look, Watson I, was good. That was Look, a good throw. I, I just. I think Did I that texted you guys. yourself a little bit and go. Oh no. No, because I, I, I heard good. Chase calling. I'm with yes. Chase. No, no, Chase. I, Chase was. I'm Chase with Chase. Was, as loose yeah. as he's ever been. I said this all great along. Points. Like yeah. our team has been so bad, and yet others want to dance on the grave of the of the Green Bay Packers as our joy. I like. I, I'm not worried about them. And wouldn't you know? Now the irony is, is that it looks like that kid's improvement yeah, from good. about four or five weeks ago. Because you normally can't improve your accuracy to a great degree, but his accuracy is different. I'm just gonna say, like, look, this is no long term statement. He played the first half last night with the anticipation and the smoothness and the effortlessness. He looked like Aaron Rodgers in the first Why half. Are you making us? I'm sick? not telling you Why that you he's Aaron Rodgers. 
I'm just telling you. Dude, and do you remember someone called in? Did they call in w- with us on Friday? And they said, what exactly is Luke Getze's offense? What, what is he trying to accomplish? That's the offense that Luke Getze brought here. Now, he's had to modify it for other reasons. But it's just it's off the Shanahan tree, yeah. and it's a you know a West Coast deal yes. where you do a lot of of play action passing and a lot of anticipatory throws. Yeah, that's, that's what it. that that offense that's the exact offense Aaron Rodgers ran for a decade. Yep, and they've got to find someone that can. He's looked good the last month. It's kind of scary because it uh, by at Halloween it was like ah eh, he's not very good. Packers stink. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about with the NFL. I love 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 when the Bears have the bye week. Yeah, because I just focus on other things. Forget focus, though. Stress free. Mm. I get to watch the NFL and just consume it as an observer and not feel the angst I seem to feel that I have for the last five, six years during the Bears since Matt Nagy's rookie year as a head coach. Right. Like a nice break. It was a nice break, break. you know, in between the John Fox era. And listen, though, Jeff, I can still even when the Bears are doing what they're doing, whether they come away with a win or a loss. I can still take my pants off at 315 and yeah, watch the 49ers Kyle do Shannon, what they do. Damn too. right, baby. Like when they ran, I sent you a text. Yes. The first two drives were nonsense. They ran yeah. a fake screen left, mm-hmm. fake screen Dude. right, looked back to the middle, and then threw the ball after everyone had taken their eyes off of Kittle for like a 30-yard drive. Mm-hmm. I screamed like a young child Look when I saw that awesome. play happen. Look at the scheme on like their, on the McCaffrey touchdown. Like everything yeah. he does or how about is the, so the well Debo set up. screen. The, all oh the, how about the IU touchdown on the, <sighs> in the back line? Yeah. And Where the shoulder... Actually made a kind of a bad throw. Well, he did, but they showed in 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 the replay. Mm-hmm. Shanahan was running yes. down the sideline, yeah. pointing, pointing to yeah. before it was yes. thrown, pointing to Ayuk. Did you notice yeah. too? Before Ayuk even completed the catch, Shanahan was turning his back yeah. like, like he knew it was like already a touchdown. He, was, it's done. he basically did the like Al Bundy, like yes. roll it down the lane and turn yes. around yes. and call out. Like he knew yeah. it. Yes. It was or, awesome. Or the Steph Curry when he or when you put three up and you turn your back. It was no. Because he knew that play was designed perfectly. It's fun to watch a good football at its best. There. So with with Purdy McCaffrey and Sammy, I heard you say 16 and 0. No, I didn't know that. <laughs> They're 16 and 0 with the three of them on the field. I heard you having your argument with, with Gio, Gio too. Unbelievable. Yeah. He's like, "No, Chris McCaffrey's bad." I'm like, "He's not." I said, "Debo's <laughs> better than Chris McCaffrey." No, he's not. I'm like he is, trust me. It's about importance. It's about importance. Yeah, that's what it's I'm saying. Like, it's what I, I, I said Chris about McCaffrey's the- awesome, but I said the more important guy to scaring the other team and like to, you know, like make, make it all work. Hum, is Debo. And he's like, no. Mm-mm. Carm, it's the argument I had about Debo, Lonzo trust. Ball for the Bulls. He's not their best player, but based on what they wanted to do and the guys around him, you could make an argument he was their most important yeah. player. Yes. He's what made it kind of hum at a high level. Yes. Without Debo, it's not the good, same. but it's not the not same. Not the same. We've seen it. It's yeah. just not the same without Debo. They're absolutely loaded. Fun to watch. It's crazy. And all right, I, boys. Real quick, one thing too. Like, Robbie Gold was telling us all summer, Kyle Shanahan knew going into the conference championship game he was confident they were going they were to handle the Eagles. Yeah. He had no doubt in his mind. And then, of course, Brock Purdy got injured, yeah. and that things went sideways. But Kyle Shanahan was very confident. Robbie Gold yeah. told us all summer long. Yeah. They were so confident that it was going to be a win for them. They look good. All right, boys, have a great show. Uh, Yurt goes back tomorrow. Are you sure? See yeah, I'm positive. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. Waddle and Sylvia are next. ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Waddle and Sylvie. Watch us and join the chat. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago on Twitch.tv or the Twitch app. Second and goal. Love fakes. Boom. 
end zone. Ben Sims. First NFL touchdown. And Lambeau week. Love. Stepping up. Throwing in. Joe Watson. Touchdown Packers. They're two for two tonight. Was in motion. Love retreats. Puts it up for grabs. Romeo Dobbs hangs on at the 11. Here come the Chiefs. Pressure's on. Love throws. Ends up. Watson. Oh, did he catch that? He did. He saw the fan with the sign. It's a love story. Maybe they're saying yes right now. Oh, that's great. That's good. Tariko. NBC, Mike Tarico highlights there to a little bit of Taylor Swift in attendance, watching her Chiefs and her man go down to the Excuse hated me? Packers. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I saw that they, they made a big deal of her showing up because mm-hmm. I guess she had just gotten back from overseas. Yes. But they showed her once, but then when Listen, the Packers started to roll, I think she became a secondary conversation. I'm surprised she was able to get a hotel last night up in, you know, it's a, it's a hard hotel. There's not a lot of hotels out there yeah, my guess in, Green Bay, in Green Bay, Appleton. You don't yeah. think she, no, um, I think she left she rolled into uh, to an Appleton no, hotel and so. said, hi, I'm so. Taylor Swift. I she got on her private jet and went back to wherever she, right. wherever it is she was coming from. I think both both are possibilities. No, I don't think that staying <laughs> in Appleton it was a possibility. Uh, I think they got clearance at the uh, whatever airport up there for her. To get out? Plane. Oh, yeah. that's a shame. Not well, as good. I, no, I think it, I don't think it's a shame. <laughs> she was able to get out of there. Something that I know that I'm sure anyone who's covered a Bears mm-hmm. Packers yes, game at yes. night would love to get out of there <laughs> in in that fashion, but they don't. Yes, not so. It was a fun game to watch. I mean, it was. I get it. We're not ESPN Milwaukee, and I agree with Chase who called Carm earlier in the day. Like my focus is on my team. And my quarterback, not so much their team. That's why Sylvie and I would have this conversation earlier in the year, and he was rolling around in the slop celebrating the demise of the Packers. I was like, look, that's fine. You know, I'm not going to tell you not to do mm-hmm. it, but like, I don't get as much joy out of cheering against the team's biggest rival more than I get joy out of cheering for the success of my team. Well, I think the problem is it's a little, well, hey, it's a little premature to celebrate the demise of Jordan Love. You know, it's also six weeks into the season. It was, and I think it would be premature to crown him as well. Correct. You know, like when I said to Carmen, you, I and and I, I'm being serious. This is not hyperbole. He looked a lot like Aaron Rodgers in the first half. Now he still, you know, his accuracy has improved dramatically, but he still makes inexperienced decisions at times, and you see that. So I wouldn't, you know, I thought it was premature to write him off four or five, six weeks ago. I think it'd be premature to tell, you know, to suggest that he's, you know, the third consecutive quarterback going into Canton. I think there's a lot of football left. So, and that was something I was thinking about last night, watching the Packers hang on to beat the Chiefs again. A brutal non-call on defensive. Uh, the what is going Think on? Think of the entire drive, too, Jeff. Yes, like, dude. I mean, so many plays. The hit on, on, on Mahomes was clean. Yes. The, the, the referee that stopped the clock... Off the catch, I think uh, MVS had a catch, mm-hmm. and I think the official stopped the clock. Although his his forward progress yes, had been stopped, yes, the yes. clock should have continued to run. Correct. That was a mistake. Mm-hmm. The interference call that was missed. I think you could have also called interference on Travis. You know, on Travis the Kelsey on the on the Which, final play. I will say. I, I thought they were spending a lot, and, and it was the final play. So I understand why Chris Collins, Ruth, and Tarico were 
discussing it, but it felt like they were going on a lot about that one. And I felt like it was almost residual from the fact that they failed to call the MVS pass interference yeah. where they're like, well, now we have to give this one some, you know, we have to put it under the microscope as well. How would you have felt if they had called interference on that Hail Mary? See, I would have, I would have been like, that's a makeup. Absolutely would have said that is a makeup okay, call but, for them blowing MVS. Well, let's say that, that the MVS will eliminate that from the conversation. Uh-huh. Do you believe that's a call that should be made? Now, let me take a step back and ask you, do you believe interference took place? Mm. I, see, this is where am I allowed to, have, after watching the NFL for as long as I have, am I allowed to still understand the fact that I know a Hail Mary Yes. At the end of a half or an end of a game, there are different rules. Am I, I allowed to take that into account? Well, I would say this. Yes, you can. You can take whatever because into I, account as you want. I think I would say this unless to you. you're tackled, you're you're probably not getting you a call. Can, I, that's the you re- may not, but I'm just asking how you feel it should be officiated. If there's some some body contact and some shoulder pads mm-hmm. and some shoulder, whoever the defender the two, was, two handed push. Pushed Travis Kelsey out of the way, and he wasn't able to. I don't know if he would have been able to jump up and high point the ball or not, but he yeah. was definitely eliminated was from the from conversation. No question about Based it. On it. So, like, I don't know how I would feel either. I think that I, I, I think it was egregious enough that had they thrown the flag, I would have been okay yeah. with it. See, the, and that's where I felt like if they throw that, it is absolutely, which might have been acceptable to have a make good call when you missed the MVS one as bad as you as bad as you did. I don't think you can get into that. I don't think you can you do that because some people were saying that the you know some were hypothesizing that that flag was not thrown because of them Mahomes. throwing the flag on Mahomes on the Mahomes hit. Mhm. And which yeah, that's all of it is garbage. Call the play. Correct. If you make a mistake, don't don't magnify that mistake by allowing another mistake to go Yes. To, to take place. Agreed. Call the game the way it's supposed to be called. And if you make a mistake, fine. It's not great. But two mistakes yeah. doesn't make up for the first mistake. Yeah. It was it was it hor- was horrible. It was horrid down the stretch. And I, you know, I think it's interesting to watch the Chiefs and you know, watch them scuffle along. And of course we're focused in on Jordan Love and the Packers because we're here in Chicago and you know, everyone's wondering, you know, especially based on what Lewis Riddick said last week on the show with you and Sylvie, um, where he said he would pick Jordan Love right now over just Justin Fields. Can, well, I, can I reiterate yeah. something real quick too? And I said this I they said this on Friday with Carmen. I, I said this with you guys upstairs as well. You may disagree with whether it's Lewis Riddick, it's Booger McFarlane, it's Dan or whoever it is, Dan Orlovsky. Lewis Riddick played in the league for years. He was a front office guy in the league for years. He's covered the league for years. Like, you may disagree with his opinion, but, but Lewis doesn't just throw things out there. Okay? He mm-hmm. does his work and just, you know, just felt like that was necessary based on how that whole thing kind of erupted. But I also think that, that when Dan or when uh, Lewis was talking, in the context of. The environment that love finds himself in, mm-hmm. you know, that system yes, and the security that exists in his situation, at least for the next year plus, that's the youngest team in the National Football League, top to bottom. Yep. Look at the number of first or second year players in that offensive huddle at the skill position. You get three rookie tight ends, right? Yep. And one of them, Musgrave, is out. 
I believe he's on injured yes, reserve. You're correct. Luke Musgrave. But they've they replaced him with another rookie. Rookie tight end. Uh, Dobbs is what, second year? Yes. Watson's second or third year. Jaden Reed's a rookie. Reed's a rookie. Heath, I think, is his name. Is it Malik Heath? Malik is, Heath. Is, is a rookie. Wicks. Wicks is yes. a rookie. Made a couple nice catches. Dontavian Wicks. We're learning all these players basically on a week in and week is, out basis. It's the youngest Tom. team in the National Football League, and it's the youngest huddle. So you're trying to develop a quarterback who's been in the league now. This is his third year, but he's had zero reps leading really basically into mm-hmm. this season. And he's trying to find his footing with a group of guys who have never played in the NFL or have played sparsely in the NFL. Yeah. No, and he's and he's doing it fabulously. And they just beat the team that a lot of people still wanted to, you know, maybe they weren't necessarily the overwhelming Super Bowl favorites. But I think if push came to shove prior to last night, a lot of people still would have said, if you have to make your pick for a Super Bowl champ, a lot of people would have sided with the Chiefs. I think I they would as feel, well. They may feel differently after last night, and I definitely do. I think what we saw last night, again, is the fact that the Chiefs, I think, made a huge misstep in trading away Tyreek Hill. Now, they, won, they went on to win a Super Bowl, but I do believe... Watching them again last night, and, you know, unfortunately, Marquez Valdez-Scanling, even though he can get open deep, whether he's being interfered with or not, the previous game against the Eagles, you saw him drop that open, what should have been a game-winning touchdown for them. What you're seeing is you had quite possibly the what could be the second or third best quarterback to ever play the game. He might go on to be the greatest of all time. And you had him paired with the perfect weapon in Tyreek Hill. And yes, Travis Kelsey is great as well. You had that in place, and you traded away Tyreek Hill. Now, Did I- they make the mistake in trading Hill? Again, as you mentioned, the following year they won the Super Bowl. Or did the mistake come in their inability to replace him? They got two first-round picks, right, and a ton of cap space freed up. Because mm-hmm. otherwise you were going to have to pay him a ton. Now, look, I, I think you're a better football team with Tyreek Hill than without him. But sometimes you can't keep everybody. You're right. Did the big mistake come by just trading him because that eliminates any of the the hypotheticals or any of the uncertainty that is attached to first-round picks or trying to fill his shoes? I think the Kansas City Chiefs may have underestimated how easy it is to replace Tyreek Hill. That's I think fair. they probably thought at the time, and I'll be honest, I may have at the time thought that Tyreek Hill benefited from what Patrick Mahomes was able to do more so. But I think what we're seeing now in Miami as well, how talented Tyreek Hill is, I think he might be the third best wide receiver in NFL history at this point. I think after Rice and Moss, and maybe he could go on and he could, maybe he he gets the second best all time in my opinion. It is. But Randy, Randy Moss never won a Super Bowl. Tyreek Hill won one, and we'll see what the Dolphins go on to do uh, during his tenure there. He's got a shot at 2,000 yards. He's the only guy who I think is a realistic conversation when you talk about MVPs in the NFL race. Tyreek Hill's the only non-quarterback, I think, who has a legitimate shot. And, and, and Christian McCaffrey. I See, I don't think McCaffrey. I think Purdy is more likely to win it than McCaffrey from the Niners. I think Tyreek Hill, depending on how things close, has an actual outside shot. As, a, as an you MVP know, like, candidate. But again, I asked the question because Tyreek Hill was like a fourth-round pick, fourth or fifth, right? And he obviously came came with baggage. Mm-hmm. He found himself fifth in round. trouble. He had a domestic violence issue he or did. he had a family issue or something coming out of college. Um, and hence the reason why he was probably drafted later than normally he would have just based on his, his talent. Yes. But the question then becomes is, 
is the bigger what's the bigger crime not signing him or not being able to replace him despite having capital and having draft picks because if you could have found him in the fourth round, why can't you find him his replacement? They thought maybe Kadarius Tony would fill that role. They the tried. Rasheed Rice yeah. is a good player. He is. But he's not Tyreek Hill. Yeah, and he's a rookie, so he might get better. I think better. what you're finding yeah. out, too, is, is I, love, I love Travis Kelsey, and I'm not telling you he's on his, his final year or anything close to that. But, it, you, you know, as he gets older, you can't rely on him. And him only. Well, yeah, and that's the problem is teams can take him away a little bit if he's the only threat. I just, watching last night, I was thinking to myself, boy, some some of me still wishes I could see Mahomes throw to Tyreek Hill. Oh, no question. Like, like you had the opportunity to let Tyreek Hill play his entire career with Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Listen, again, it it comes down to roster building and how you want to, you know, how you want to uh, dish out. Your your assets as a team can't so, pay everybody exactly, but man, they took this, the following approach and they lost a bunch of guys last night to injury. That's the best defense that they've had since I've you know in the modern like Patrick Mahomes. Yes, era. well, that's yeah, part defense. of what they did too with they all did. these draft picks. They, they got Chris for Tyreek Jones. Hill yeah. is they went out and acquired defensive guys like Trent McDuffie is a yeah. really good corner for yep. them. Yeah, they've gone and spent a lot of this draft capital. They got. Five picks in return for Tyreek Hill. They, yeah. they paid Chris Jones. You're right about that. But I just keep looking at it going, man, I don't I, know I how. Think, well, Tyler, what, how would you respond to it? I, I don't think, look, I I think with the benefit of hindsight, you can say, yes, there's no question they miss Tyreek Hill. But they got a boatload of uh, in return for him, and they just haven't been able to haven't... find somebody to replace him. And you've been better on defense, mm-hmm. significantly better on defense since he's been gone. Right, and I think they kind of, looked at it as this is a team of 53 not a team of number 15 and number 10 yes you're right and ultimately i think it's going to be something that right now it's probably frustrating for them but who knows what if this team had signed deandre hopkins in the offseason like could we be looking at them a little bit differently now like maybe it's some of their own doing too that they just haven't picked right in some of these because they've had plenty of ammo the last two years to go and get guys who did they pick with those five picks that they got from tyreek they used one of them to trade up to get trent mcduffie in the first round from the new england patriots he's been very good they drafted sky Moore. That's a yeah, miss. That's a whiff. Um, and then this year, I'm looking through what they uh, what the picks were this year. I'd have to go through all of these here, but I, like they they've taken some stabs at receivers, and it just hasn't worked. And Rashi Rice might work out, but Kadarius like Tony Moore's trading not- for him was also wasn't that a and yeah. they mm-hmm. didn't they sign the kid that that uh, was with the Giants last year? Um, they signed him as a free agent, didn't they? The, he, with the Giants. He was with the Giants, yeah. Wide receiver? Um, yes. Who's it? Red, is it? Kadarius Tony was with the No, with I the know, Giants. but there was another. Uh, Richie James. James. Richie James, yes. Mm. Wasn't he with the then, Giants yeah. last and, year? Yes, yes, yes was, yeah. yeah. So they tried, you know, they're trying to bring guys in and take this, you know, and but, we'll, but you we'll have beat to, you with a village of people versus one. You have to admit, though, they they keep doing that. They keep investing oh, yeah. in guys, and they keep seeing, uh, it keeps seeming like they're missing on them. And Sky Moore right now, that... that 
That yeah, was, that's, that looks like a reach. Yeah, so anyway, 312-332-3776, talking a lot of football without the nice Bears. It is nice not to talk about it the is. Bears, isn't it? Because as I've said all year long, this Bears team, and you know better than anyone because you're usually talking about them last. Until 2 in the morning. Until 2 in the morning. They're an exhausting team to process at times. It was Yesterday was like a, like a stress ball. You know, like a, you got to squeeze the stress ball and not have to be in angst all day. Anyway, taking your calls, I'm Jeff Meller. In for Sylvie today, it's Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN 1000. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Reacting to a fabulous weekend of football, sands the Bears. By the way, did you see Joe Flacco spin it? I did. Joe Flacco was not bad for the for the Browns. Not at all. He, I mean, like, how in the world do the Jets not turn to Joe Flacco before they go to the, the, the group they went to? So many questions. So many bad backup quarterbacks playing around the league. And then you wonder why guys like Joe Flacco, or even, listen, I know he's been a locker room nightmare, but Carson Wentz... Like, when you get down to even entertaining the notion of someone like Tim Boyle, you have to ask yourself, what are we doing here? Did and Tim Boyle throw one touchdown in college football? Wasn't that the stat on him or something? Like, 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 it was Somewhere. like a 1 in 13 yeah. touchdown to interception but ratio. But wasn't he a, or, a, like an Aaron Rodgers? Yes, he's a big one of his crew. One of his buddies. And that's, uh, I've heard it referred to as the Aaron Rodgers scholarship program, where, you know, he gets you Alan Lazard for 40, you know, $44 million to be inactive. That's a disaster. I mean, uh, Randall Cobb and, uh, has had a fantastic <laughs> career. Lazard has had his moments as well. Yeah. The fact that the Jets, you know, brought those two guys in as probably 40% of their receiving core is insane. Well, he, There's no question he has the most authority in that building and it quickly, other than the owner. Yeah, and it quickly goes, sidelines, or, uh, goes sideways the moment that you, you find out that Aaron Rodgers is essentially lost for the season. And so since you brought it up, we might as well let the folks out there know because this is an oddity. So Diana Rossini, who had a really good report in The Athletic this weekend about the Bears, which I want to dive into a little bit in the 3 o'clock hour. But before we get there, she just tweeted a couple hours ago the Jets want to make a switch at quarterback. The team is leaning towards Zach Wilson to take over. But Zach Wilson is reluctant to stepping back in, sources tell Rossini and um, what's it, Zach uh, Rosenblatt. What is, what is his reluctance based on? Uh, I, he's uh, afraid to get hurt? I, I think, isn't that cons- what Tyler yes, said? Yeah, yeah. Apparently, I hate to tell him, but he's playing in the National Football League. The you know, injury is part of the equation. Um, and by the way, he's trying to reestablish himself as a viable NFL quarterback. I would think you'd take any opportunity that you could if you were him. Zach Rosenblatt said uh, the team is hoping Zach Wilson changes his mind as they continue to discuss the next steps. Now, That's apparently, crazy. Robert Sala has addressed the media within the last hour, and he said that Zach Wilson is not... Uh, has not expressed reluctance that was previously reported. So I wonder if, if Robert Sala is, is is in danger of losing his job in New York at the end of the year for 
You know, listen, he can't control the fact that Aaron Rodgers only lasted four plays. Yeah. But think- has the behavior of his team and how things have transpired since then and some of the decisions that have been made, does that stick to him? Uh, My guess is no, that he will be back. But I would just wonder how he's yeah, being perceived I, now. I've heard, I've heard the speculation about that. And I think the truth is that when Aaron Rodgers gets back because they've already turned the franchise over to him and because uh, Salah was... Literally. Yeah, Salah brought Nathaniel Hackett on. I think as long as Rodgers is back next year, the expectation is uh, Robert Salah will be given at least one more chance. Uh, one okay. more tweet from Diana Rossini. She said Aaron Rodgers reached out to Zach Wilson in an effort to advise him to resume the starter role. But at the time, Wilson remained apprehensive due to perceived injury risk. That was Diana Rossini 10 minutes ago. But what was the injury risk now versus... So he's afraid if he gets hurt now, some other team is not going to... Try and trade for him? He's got. Nobody, an, he's, he's, he's got, under contract for another well, year. Yeah, and he's got very little to no value. Yeah. He's been awful this year. No, yeah, of course. There's a re- they, they turned to Tim Boyle because of how bad Zach Wilson was. Uh, yeah, this is definitely uh, a kind of an oddity here in the NFL where a guy who was, remember, the second overall pick yeah. in his draft, and he had a chance to salvage it a little bit by, you know, just keeping the rig on the road if... Oh my gosh! Rogers yes, could, and they're four and eight now. Now What's their the offensive record? line is a hot mess. Like sure. they're no good. But he has not but been the, very good. The defense has is one of the best in the league yeah. and has kept them in games. And they just can't score any points. So I don't know. That's something that we will continue to monitor. I'm sure. Diana Rossini did have an interesting nugget in her report on the Athletic over the weekend regarding the Bears and just how enviable their job could be. We'll talk about it next here on Waddle and Sylvie.